Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... Yoo-hoo and toodaloo to you! And welcome back to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast that is suitable for all ages from squeep years old to fleep years old and everything in between. I'm Tiernan, which is what happens if you don't pay attention in school, and I know many of you have wanted to ask each and every week on this show... Why do I have to say that this is the official Comedy Club for Kids podcast? You know, when you don't think that there's any others around. Well, here's the thing. You have to be careful of unofficial ones, right? I mean, you don't want to find yourselves meaning to listen to Radio Nonsense, the official Comedy Club for Kids podcast, and you find yourself listening to Radu Ninsans, the Comedy Club for Squids podcast, do you? I mean, that's for squids, and I've listened to it, and it's really not very interesting if you're not a squid, which I'm not. I mean, it's all like squishy noises. And then questions about which tentacle to use for which things, like should you use the front two for holding a spoon and a whisk when cooking, or two middle ones and use the front two to hold the pan and eat snacks. And then there's the weekly, oh, what colour ink is best to squirt into shark's eyes? And what colour should I turn into if I hide in front of a disco ball? And then that whole episode all about which fish is the absolute worst, and they were really, really mean to parrotfish just because they poop sand. I mean... Hey, pooping sand could be pretty handy, right? I mean, if you've ever found poop in a sand pit, that is really horrible. But at least if a parrotfish did it, you wouldn't even know. So I'm just saying. Anyway, I'm only telling you that because this podcast will never, ever have any talk of squid or squid-based themes on it, ever. And that's how you know it's the official one. And I just thought it was important that you knew because that sort of content is for suckers. Um, what is also important is uh, that you've all been sending in some very nice things. Thank you very much for that. And a huge thank you for Sonny, who has very, very kindly donated a few squid. Oh, sorry, uh, quid of his pocket money on the ACAST supporter button to what he says is the most awesome podcast. Um, thank you. That is very, very kind of you, Sonny. Um, but listen, I know pocket money is very important. and I know you all need to use it for important things like cooking apples and clothes horses and other stuff you need. So please do check with your nearest snore beast. Sorry, grown up. Don't and it's okay for you to do that if you are going to do it. Um, or better still, just make your nearest snore beast, sorry, grown up, send us some money for a hot chocolate instead um, via the ACAST supporter button or ko-fi.com forward slash comedy club for kids. And then that way you can still use your cash to go and buy that upside down chicken that you've always wanted. But thank you, Sonny. That really was very, very kind. Um, also a thank you to the hippo eating Lockie family who kindly donated too a little while back. And I did thank them on our season three trailer, but I'm worried they skipped that and didn't hear it. Um, I'm also worried that the hippos they're eating are stinky ones. Uh, and in which case, please make sure that you drink a glass of mud water immediately afterwards uh, to stop you having burps that smell like a skunk that hasn't washed their socks in 12 years. Uh, Now, there's not really time for much else on this week's show because, as you'll hear, there are so, so many questions, nearly all about poo, uh, that our guest has to answer. Um, But what I will say is thank you so much for sending in questions and jokes, all of which will get read out on an episode very soon. Um, But we have had a lot sent in, so very, very sorry if it takes a few weeks till you hear yours. Please be patient. Uh, But by that, I don't mean turn up to a hospital and say, why haven't you answered my question? Uh, Because they won't know what you're talking about and you'll get in the way. Uh, If you still have questions you want to send in, please do. The more we get, the more episodes we can make. So please do ask your snore beasts, sorry, uh, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcast at comedyclub4kids.co.uk with anything you like. Uh, Not comedyclub4squids.co.uk because they'll just reply by shooting ink into your face and that would be disgusting. Ugh. Okay, and now to the most important bit of what will be known for many years to come as the Mega Poo episode. We're going to show you more about cubes, but first... 
I am joined today by Athena Kuglenu, a.k.a. Athena Betweener Argentina, because you're always equidistant from Argentina and somewhere else in the world. Um, you're also one of the very best owl-botherers that there is. And, of course, most of our listeners will know you for your many medals in championship egg whisking. Um, how are you doing? I'm good, but I should tell you, we stopped bothering the owls because the Owl Protection League, you know, they, oh. they, they, they get me in trouble. They they wrote me letters, they sent lawyers around, and we had to stop. So I'm a bit annoyed that... Just if you're in the Owl Protection League, I stopped bothering them. I stopped. Okay, I sure. took the hints. They started sending like bits of body parts to me of random animals because they like owls so much. They thought they should threaten me with the body parts of other animals. You oh, know, that's but horrible. They're pretty that's quite scary. They're, they're pretty extreme. The owl people. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, you weren't bothering <laughs> the owls like in a horrible way. I thought you were just no, sort of every now and then shouting things at them. And I was yeah. shouting terrible things though. Like your childhood was miserable. That's why you were up so much at night thinking about it. That's quite wow. harsh, isn't it? That is harsh. harsh. And also like, cause I, I, I suppose harsh. I don't really know what an owl childhood would be like. It, it probably is quite miserable because you're just sort of sitting around waiting to eat a mouse. The main thing is that they're at night, they're, they're out at night cause they're nocturnal. It's just nature. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing to do with their upbringing. They probably, you know, I mean, if they had a bad upbringing and they were out at night, those are two unrelated things. And that's the sure. main thing. Um, yeah. And I've learned that lesson and I don't bother them anymore. Foxes. That's fair. That's fair. I bother them all the time. But, <laughs> well, foxes owls, deserve it. I mean, they eat from the bins and exactly. it's like, leave my bins alone. Um, it's precisely. So, and, and, not, and there's no Fox Protection League. Oh, isn't there? Is there? Doesn't well, exist. I, I, never cared about I guess no one fox. cares. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. There was there was one in my area the other week that was just walking down the road with a Tesco bag in its mouth, like it had just been shopping. Tesco's, a working yeah. class one. We, yeah. Round here, where I live, it's all Waitrose and M&S. They swan Is around. it fancy foxes? Yeah, fancy right. foxes, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, no, around here, everyone was like, oh, it's Nick's, you know, it's it's been shopping. It's Nick's a meal it. deal. Has it had a night? Yeah. Well, you know what? If it's Nick and a meal deal, that's an advance from the bins. Let's think about yes. this. If it's going to the supermarket buying things and then walking out what are we complaining about actually that's true that's true it's helping round the economy for the fox. And round of applause that's good yes nice yes work. you're right actually yeah you're right you're right maybe we should not bother foxes if they're if they're doing their bit hold on hold on was it a bag for life no it wasn't no <sighs> take awful, it back take it back foxes. it's very unsustainable oh my gosh <sighs> they are These terrible they never get it right no, awful. Absolutely. You're right. You're right. And I, I take everything back. I'm going to immediately go out and bother foxes uh, as soon as we finish uh, recording this episode. They deserve it. Um, well, I'm sorry to bring up the owl bothering, but, but otherwise, how are you doing? Are you getting on all right? I'm getting on okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm getting on. We're all in the same boat. The big old SSS COVID. Is that what they call boats? SSS something, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know how many S's it is. I don't know how many, I don't know what all the S's stand for um, um, or how many, like if it's more S's, it's a better boat or if it's less S's or if it's owned by a snake. I don't know what they stand for. Yeah, C. Let's think of all the nautical things we can that think with S. All I can give is C. That's it. Done. C, starfish. <laughs> starfish. Uh, sinking. You don't, you don't want a sinking boat. That'd be terrible. Yeah. Um, Stormy. Um, shanty. 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 Nice. Shanty. Yeah. Um, oh, it comes from Star Trek, doesn't it? it doesn't come from boats, does it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I just assumed that there was an SS on uh, on boats because doesn't it mean Starship Enterprise? It's got nothing to do with boats. <laughs> <laughs> what are, you, what are you talking quite, about? <laughs> I feel like Athena. I feel like you're limiting yourself by not being allowed, not being able to call a boat a starship. Like why? Why yeah. would you? You could you could uh, give it big dreams. Exactly. So I'm on a little boat called SS COVID and it's nothing to do with starships to go into space, a little dinghy boat, but we're all in the boat. That's the point I'm trying to make. We're all in it. Sure. So it's we in, are, we are indeed all in it. And how by. are you doing it? Are you, are you being all right stuck at home? Are you drive? Is it driving you crazy? Um, it's not driving me crazy. Actually. I quite enjoy being in my house. Houses are brilliant. Going home is great. We love going home, don't we? <laughs> So yeah, do, yeah. when you're out normally and it's time to go home, you think, brilliant, I'm going. And it doesn't matter what kind of day you've had, you think, I'm going home. Now I have that feeling constantly. Yeah. I'm going, I go to the kitchen, I'm going home. Go to the living room, I'm going, I'm in my home. It's brilliant. What's the, what's the complaint about? That's sort of such home. a good way of looking at it. Because I do think like a, a lot of listeners, you know, they would have to go to school. But now that they're doing homeschooling, they're, it's always home time. They're always, it's always, it's always home time. It's always home time. And there's a, the fridge is always there. It's always lunchtime. 
right? It's the fridge, there's the, the cupboards are always there. It's always snack break time or snack time. So you have to, you know, we've got to think positively. I would rather obviously be out and about and doing my normal things. But since I can't do those things, I've got to think positively about what I can do. What I can do is go back and forth to the fridge all day long. <laughs> I mean, this is like, this is not a bad thing. This is not a bad thing at all. That is that is such a good way to look at it, and I, and I I have been repeatedly doing. I go to the the fridge and back quite a lot, but also that gives you your steps and your exercise as well. Uh, in Absolutely, going to the fridge and back, walk so to the it's fridge. Very healthy for you. And also, what you need to do is this is a really important. This is and this is actually I'm actually giving you some nutritional information too. On the way to the fridge, pick up a solid carbohydrate. For example, a bit of pita bread, a bit of bread, uh, a biscuit, and always have a pot of something in your fridge that you can dunk into it. Right, and then you then you eat it. Does that make sense? So on the way to the fridge, pick up a biscuit. Go to the fridge, open a pot of tiramisulata. Right, put the biscuit wow. in a tiramisulata, eat it, and then leave. The most satisfying thing in the world. Just never go to the fridge empty-handed. Always have a pot of something, and it could be anything. It could be baked beans. It could be baked. It could be anything, just something wet. I just I worry that this could go. There's got to be some combinations that that would go wrong with that, though, aren't there? Well, I mean, I wouldn't stick, um, like, if you don't go to the fridge with a fish finger and stick it into, like, a pot of um, curry or something, that'd be, I don't know, that'd be a bit yeah. odd. Or like um, a chocolate yogurt, like a fish finger in a chocolate yogurt or something. Oh, horrible, goodness gracious me, don't do that. You know, don't <laughs> do not do that. Don't stick us, don't, don't mix the sweet and savouries. I mean, there's, there's, this is no excuse to be crazy, okay? Don't, don't start to, <laughs> it's not an excuse for us to all, all start um, being unreasonable about things. This is sure. just, I'm just giving you tips on how, on how to enjoy yourself, not on how but to At the same time, I'm going to offer a little... I'm going to offer a little counterpoint here because there is a very, the famous chef Heston Blumenthal, he makes really mm-hmm. odd, odd, strange dishes. This could be the beginning for some of our listeners to suddenly become an amazing, incredible chef who, who've made, you know, I don't know, something really horrible by accident because of your fridge dipping technique. I take, I take everything I've just said back. You're absolutely right. Kids experiment on your way to the fridge, pick up whatever you like, whatever you like. And whilst you're there, stick it in whatever is there, stick it in. Really open that petit falou and stick um, um, a rice cake in it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds, sounds quite nice. nice. Yeah, I'd, I'd do that. A digestive biscuit in ketchup. Try oh, it. Try it. Goodness. You never know. Wow. Well, I, if, if definitely, I mean, I was going to ask you for a tip of being stuck indoors, but that is, I think that is the best tip we've had on the show that. so like far. Fridge co- fridge cocktails. That's what it is. It's a fridge cocktail. Yes, that is fantastic. And, mm. and I should just say um, for the listeners that they might be able to hear some little noises at your end. Um, yeah, it's not it's not me breaking wind. It's a little baby. Past, that's the, do babies, under, do kids know what breaking wind is? And they learn the polite way to say fart. I don't know. It's, anyway. I don't know if they have. It's, it's, a, it's an odd one, isn't it? Breaking wind. Because I don't know how you break the wind. I suppose it's just out of your bum. In, in many ways, you're creating yeah. it. Um, no, I've got yeah. a little baby me he's little he's really little he's seven he's eight weeks old now and he can't wow. control himself so that's why he make he's making little noises they're brilliant little noises though i mean it's quite yeah. a good double act partner to have because he's he's not really interrupting you he's just sort of adding to the uh adding to the sound effects yeah it's, it's the ambience isn't it or maybe maybe he's enjoying what i'm saying as much as you are but it's manifesting itself when he's noises rather than just listening noises that you're making right now Yes, that's true. That's true. If we could decipher baby, he's probably got an awful lot of intelligent comments to, to come, but he just can't get them out yet. And why should no. he? He should really enjoy not talking while he can, I think. Oh, God. Imagine. Can you remember those days when we were, we were little babies and all we could do is nothing? <laughs> it's brilliant. You just you just yeah. poo yourself and someone else deals with it and you've got food on, on tap. And like You don't have to do anything. It's so relaxing. Do you know what babies do? They point at their mouths and then you have to feed them. Could you imagine just pointing at your mouth and then 30 seconds later, someone puts food in your mouth? Like you point at your mouth and then next minute, you know, there's a Mars bar there. How did that happen? That's how babies live. It's amazing. That's like my dream life. I'd like to be able to lie down, point my mouth, and then someone get my, me a digestive dipped in ketchup or whatever. That would be like the ideal <laughs> life, wouldn't it? Exactly. It would be the ideal life. That's what they have. Yeah. Well, I'm very, I'm very pleased your double act partner is, is here with us uh, for this uh, episode. And thank you for bringing him along. Um, and I wondered as well that obviously this is an audio podcast. Our listeners are are listening to this. And I, I wondered if you, um, in fact, you've got some good noises with you. But I wonder if you had a favourite noise that you could share with them. Is it a noise I have to make? It doesn't have or to just be. Any, but if you can make um, it, then, then please do. Because my favourite noise is basically the sound of, of the fridge door opening. <laughs> 
really. You know, it makes you know you can hear you can be sat in one room and you can hear the fridge opening because and so that's our favorite. And it's 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 a kind of a combination. It's the combination of things clanking that are moving around in the fridge door, but it does make a it does make a specific noise. Excuse me. That it doesn't sound like he likes the noise. noise. That doesn't uh, sound like it's saying, his favorite that's noise. Not, he's saying that's not the noise you should be saying, mummy. Your favorite noise should be the noise of me screaming for milk. Um. But it's, it's not, not. That's an awful noise. I hate it. It's, <laughs> I was going to say, my, noise. my experience of babies is as, as much as you love them, that noise is a noise that they really should like. I'd and be it, very happy if they didn't do it. And that's evolution because that means I need to get milk into this baby as quickly as possible to shut him up. Oh my God, that noise is so annoying. <laughs> it, they, they, they make it from a certain place in their throat that is just like designed to make my ears itch. It makes yeah. my ears itchy. Um, but the fridge yeah. door open, that's a good noise. Yeah. Is how would you feel if uh, if fridge doors when they open made the noise of a baby screaming, and vice versa? How would you feel if babies when they wanted feeding made the noise of a fridge door opening? So I'm not into diets. However, if a fridge door made the noise of a baby screaming, I would lose a lot of weight. Like, <laughs> I think the baby weight would go in in days gone. I'd be back to the old Athena. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think you just invented something there? I think you're onto something. Wow. Yeah, yeah, maybe that could really, I mean, maybe plan. that's what we should have is, is uh, fridges that make noises that people really hate. So it could be like that people scratching fingernails on a, on a, on a, a chalkboard, <sighs> all those noises. And then you'd be like, well, I'm not getting any food today because that is awful. Oh, uh, we just eat bananas because you don't keep them in the fridge. Good point. <laughs> so, and if you're keeping your Good bananas point. in the fridge, stop doing that. It makes them rock quicker. It makes them go brown. Stop it. It's, I just don't really want yeah. a freezing cold banana. It doesn't, doesn't sound like a very nice treat. I don't like freezing cold fruit, generally. I like my fruit at room no. temperature. I mean, call me fussy. I like my fruit at room temperature. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, <laughs> I think that's a very good thing. to. There's something about, though, like freezing cold grapes that I always feel like you could fire them at people. Like, they'd be quite a good... If you wanted to, say, bother a fox, you could fire a lot of freezing cold grapes at a fox. I know, and then it melts and the evidence is gone. Ooh, yes. the perfect crime. Yes. Perfect crime, yeah. Good. Pretty good. Um, well, and also just very quickly, if uh, babies made the noise of a fridge door opening when they were hungry, would that be better? Not for the baby. I'd be like, keep, no. that's a great noise. <laughs> What's <laughs> baby? Oh, I don't know, but he's making a really good noise. Uh, so probably not great for baby. Good for me, that's my true, ears. True. Um, but I'd be less incentivized to feed him. I don't think we want yeah. to remove incentives to feeding babies. I think cause li- I literally have one job at the moment. That's just stick milk in him. Um, but yeah, I mean... It, if I could program myself to feed him whenever I heard that great noise, that would be fine. I don't think I'm strong enough for that. That's I fair. That's fair. I, I also know. didn't think about the fact that he'd only make the noise when he was hungry and therefore if you wanted to keep hearing the noise, you'd have to not feed. Yeah, actually, it's a it's, terrible uh, idea. In, in my head, I was just thinking... It, are yeah. you trying to get me arrested? Social services? <laughs> not, like, come on now. Is it only Adam for seven weeks? Isn't the owl bothering enough? Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. It's fair. Um, right. And the, the, well, the last question I've got to ask you before we move on to the most important bit of this show, which, as everyone knows, um, is the questions that we've had sent in. Um, obviously, this show is family friendly. It's suitable for everyone of absolutely all ages, even this week, 102 year olds. I know not been on previous weeks, but this week, even 102 year olds. And I, I just wondered if you can prove um, that you're going to be family friendly by telling us a rude word that you're definitely not going to say. How rude can I be? Can I say well, butthole? I mean, whoa. Is that, I mean, it's is meant that so you're definitely not going to say butthole? Well, I'm not going to say butthole. It, but is it rude? Because it's, but is it, and is it two words or one word? Is it hyphenated? Is butthole hyphenated? I don't know. Should I, I say butthole? Because I sort of suppose if it's like someone's name, what if someone's name is butthole? Butthole. Oh, but, butthole. Yeah, butthole. Then maybe they'd have it as one word. Butthole or buttonhole. Yeah. Yeah, bottom I'm not going to say bottom hole. Sounds, bottom hole sounds almost polite. I think you could probably say bottom hole, but I think butthole, maybe maybe we shouldn't say butthole on this podcast. I might say butthole anymore, but I don't want to say bottom hole because it's not like I could be talking about anything. I could be talking about the bottom hole of your of the buttons on or the buttonholes on your shirt. Does that make sense? Like mm. I could be I could be referring to a plethora of things, but butthole, I'm talking about your bum. Sure. But I, so I say again, anymore, I, I think it'd be great if like we started referring to the bottom hole of things as the butthole. Yeah, right. You like forgot to do up your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached the butthole. We've reached the butthole. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think it'd be more enjoyable. But obviously, we're not gonna we're not gonna say butthole on this podcast, and we're not gonna say it even once. And I'm very thank you for not saying it so far. I really appreciate that. Butthole. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, that's well, that's all right. It's, I think it's good it's to nice. establish what you're not gonna say. So you know, I I won't say butthole either. Uh, you won't say butthole. Um, your little baby's not gonna say butthole. It's fine. No one's gonna say butthole on this podcast. Um, so we're, we're all right. We're safe. We're safe. Don't worry about it, everyone. Um, and that leads us to the most important bit. And, and you've, I, I've, I've let you know about this, but we've had, we've got a lot of questions for you. Sometimes people just send in one. Sometimes people send in a few. Um, mm. But Erin, aged eight, has sent in 11. And her sister, Ooh. Georgia, aged five, has sent in another one to top of that. So we've got 12 questions. And obviously, you know, this podcast can't be 47 hours long. So... I feel like should should we just kind of are you are you okay with like a rapid fire like like it's some fire sort of game show fire them okay. at me like those grapes that you throw at the foxes just fire them <laughs> okay I won't be that vicious obviously <laughs> right we'll go for it I might see if we can maybe put some sort of theme game show music behind this and we're gonna we're gonna see what we can do with this so from Erin aged eight question number one Athena why do toilets flush <laughs> why do toilets flush this is very um, because. The, we need water, basically, and water comes from toilets. Did you know that? That's where water comes from. So what oh, happens no, is the all water, of it. all of it comes from toilets. So oh, no. toilet, the water is genuine. I know. That's why you should boil your water first. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what happens is the water is made in the toilet. So every time you go to the toilet, you flush it. The toilet makes a bit more water and it goes down to a drain. They clean it and then it comes out your taps. So when you yes. have a bath, you're essentially sitting in like toilet water. Well, I mean, I guess if everything I've said just then is true, the answer to that question is yes. That's, but that's why really they flush. Because and if they didn't flush, we wouldn't have any water though. You see what I'm so, saying? So you know, if someone does a poo in the bath, is that like they basically it doesn't make any difference? Um, no, Tin, and stop trying to get kids to poo in the path. Okay, we've spoken <laughs> about this. Okay, stop it. This mission you okay. have of switching around bathroom furniture so they do different things. Kids don't poo in the bath. Still poo in Sorry. the toilet. However, that's where water's made. So if you didn't if you didn't flush a the toilet, there'd be no water. So right. you have to keep flushing it. Do you know, like, and I'm aware that we've got a lot more questions to get through, but I'm really, this answer's amazed me, basically. And I, I didn't know really? that. You know, I'm a, yeah. I'm a grown-up. I didn't know the water came from. And I just want, you know, when you get fancy bottled water, like Evian or something, um, we're not sponsored by Evian, so pretend I said something else. Evian, one of one of the ones in a bottle, has that come from, mm. like, a, a posh toilet flushing? Or has that come from, like, a toilet on a mountain flushing? Or is that, you know, what's the, what's the difference? What's the difference? Well, it has, just as you said, it's come from a toilet on a mountain and someone's got a bottle, walked up to the toilet, dunked the water, dunked the bottle into the water, filled it up, screwed the cap on, um, and then it's gone to like the shop. They've sent it to the shop and then you've bought it. And that's, wow. how, that's how that's made. Um, wow. And that's why it's so expensive. Imagine the cost of having to climb a mountain, get a bottle, get a bottle, go to a toilet, fill the bottle up with toilet water, screw the cap back on the bottle, put it in a jiffy bag, send it to a corner shop, then you walk to the corner shop and buy it. That's why bottled water is a cost of fortune. That's not very yeah. efficient, is it? No, that's a really exhausting way to get water. Yeah, I can imagine that's, that is really tricky. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to move on to, um, I, I could ask you just about that question all <laughs> afternoon, but we'll move on to question two, which is the only non-poo based question for quite a while Aww, so, uh, okay. yeah I don't know why there's just one secret non-poo based one <clears throat> so this question is uh, why do people say Cheerio when you can also eat Cheerio so I think what she's trying to say is why do people say like Cheerio if they say goodbye but you can also eat Cheerios so why why is that I don't blame a young person for asking that question because when we did the great cereal test of which cereal makes the best greeting you know about 15 years ago they might not have been born do you remember mm. we went through that and we went we tested each day we tested different cereal so for example we used to go rice crispy oh that doesn't sound right then we go cocoa pops oh that doesn't sound right oh shredded wheat that doesn't sound right cheerio <gasps> That sounds right. And then we, we made a new greeting based on the cereal. And it was a big thing. Do you remember? There was like, and then when we decided, everyone got a free box of Cheerios. And then we had like parades and it rained Cheerios. We, we don't know why that happened though. We thought that was a bit weird. Um, yeah. And then it was like the good place, wasn't it? And for a minute we were like, it's raining Cheerios. Um, but then we got over it. We move on very quickly in these days. Social media has yes. really destroyed our attention spans. Um so that's why, um, but a young person wouldn't remember that because they were either too young or weren't born yet. But we did deliberate very carefully 
on which cereal should also ha- have the same name as a greeting. Um, yes. I do, you know, it's, it's funny you say that I'd forgotten about, but I remember it now. And I remember yeah. there, there was a long period, actually, where cereals dictated a lot of things in our lives. And it's, for example, why Weetabix are called Weetabix and not Pootabix, because we just like... There was a lot of talk about that. and There was a lot of talk about that. Um, all, Kellogg's All Bran. Do you remember All Bran? That was a big thing. You forgot yeah, that because, existed, didn't you? Yeah, because it's yeah, but before that, it was just some brand, about. wasn't it? There was a yeah. point where it was just Kellogg's some brand and Kellogg's a bit of bran. Bit of bran, you know, um, yeah. bits and pieces of bran. Um, you know, cereal, uh, Frosties. Remember Frosties? Mm. Do you remember yeah. when Frosties wanted to do the weather forecast? And so instead of yes. saying it's cold, you had to say it's frosty. But yeah. um, that didn't, didn't work because um, Frosties is plural. And when you say it's frosty, that you want the singular um, yeah, and that, that really confused kids because we're trying to teach kids grammar and you can't teach kids grammar using a plural when you need a singular. So Frosty's. Well, also the problem with, you know, every time it was frosty, then then they'd have to say it was great, but it wasn't great. It was really cold it, and no one it liked wasn't it. Great. So it was... No, you have to go when it's frosty. It's, you know, your, your feet get cold. No one wants cold yeah. feet. Yeah, that's why I'm. I, that, you, you're spot on. I, you know that you've got a great memory, and uh, I'm really pleased you can remember that. I think that's a, a perfect answer for Erin with that one. And there's really nothing else you can say about that. And I think yeah, Erin, just Google it. Google it. You'll see lots of pictures yeah. of, che- of the Cheerio. We had a Cheerio weekend. It was great. Mm. I remember that. I remember everyone with big Cheerio hats and uh, Cheerio shoes. It was pretty. Yeah, really and good, they had really like good times actually. Massive Cheerios like made like that were like hula hoops. Do you remember those? And we all hula yes. hooping the Cheerios, and they were edible yeah. too. We had to get massive yeah. bubbles for them because they were so big. Brilliant times. And you did say, you told Erin to Google it. Obviously, 15 years ago, there wasn't uh, Google or computers or anything. So it might be hard to find. In, yes, it would be hard to find. But I think that you'll see people reminiscing about it mm. on the internet. So blogs, people wrote, people would have written about the, the, the um, and by the way, That's true. this is how old we are. Google did exist 15 years I, ago. I okay. <laughs> we are so oh, old. No. We think that was recent. <laughs> Just FYI. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think then actually it was Google where the O's were Cheerios though. So maybe that's, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But, um, yes. Good point. Well, thank you. That was brilliantly answered. And um, we're going to move straight back onto the poo questions now. Um, question three, uh, why do people not like to talk about poo at the table? And I should just, I don't know for sure that that's talking about poo at the table or if there's a poo at the table and they don't want to talk about it. Well, first of all, if there's a poo at the table, it would be rude to ignore it, okay? It would get offended. So please, 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 if there's a poo on the table, sat on a chair, on the floor, don't ignore it. It will get offended. It's rude, okay? You've got to talk to the poo. People generally don't like to talk about poo at the table because that's there were better places to talk about poo. For example, I like to talk about poo on the bus um, loudly. Um, so other people can join in. So if you're on a, a bus and we haven't been on public transport with a lot of people in a long time, but generally speaking, if you're talking about poo in a public place, people want to join in. So the best place to talk about poo is where there's lots of people where you can talk about poo loudly. Okay. That's why you don't do it around a table. That tends to be quite private because you're with your friends and your family. But in a public space, like I said, bus, train, classroom, anywhere where there's lots of people, amplify your voice talk about poo poo yes what you want to do okay that's really why we don't talk about poo at the table because it's a wasted conversation you want to talk about poo when you can when as many people as possible can hear you talk about poo but it's not taboo you can still do it but why would you talk about poo with three or four people when you can talk about poo with 200 people Right. That's very true, isn't it? You, you really want to get the most out of your poo chat. And it, it's why like ideal poo places or places for poo conversation, I guess, with things like like uh, last week on the telly was the inauguration of, of the new US president. That would have been a great place to talk about poo. If, Millions of people were watching, could have just gone straight to the microphone and said, poo, let's talk about poo. Let's talk perfect. about poo. Is your poo hard? Is your poo solid? Is your poo soft? Did you poo twice today? Did you poo last week? Um, poo, poo, poo. What about skid marks? Are you wiping your butt? Poo, 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 poo. That's the kind of, that's the kind of, yeah. the inauguration would have been a wonderful place to mention poo. I wonder, I wonder why he didn't mention poo. It's missed opportunity. Really missed yeah. opportunity. Yeah. 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 No shame. Well, thank you. Okay. Right. Let's, well, let's keep going. We, um, now that we've discussed discussing poo, uh, question four, why does everyone love to poo? <laughs> Why does better out than in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better true. out than in. That's why everyone loves to poo. 
But basically, don't forget, if we didn't poo, we wouldn't flush the toilet and then there'd be no water. So we love to poo because we need to drink water. Don't forget, the human body is 75% water. Okay? And we need to drink water to live. We can go like five days without food. We can't go a day without water. So we love to poo because if we didn't poo, we wouldn't be flushing the toilet and we wouldn't be making water um, the thing from which all life um, came from. It's, that's science. If there was no water, there's no life. <laughs> You think I'm making this up, don't you? But I'm not. This is a this is fact. No. no water, no life on earth. Okay, so we love pooing so we can make more water. Athena, there's a reason why I asked you to do this to answer these questions because you know you're an expert in this. You yes. you know exactly what the answers for this are, and that's why I trusted you with it. And I'm so pleased. I mean, I I I, I knew you're an expert. I had no idea of the level of answers that we'd be getting. This is really oh okay. I've got a PhD stuff. in poo. In fact, I've got a PhD in poo, and the P stands for poo. <laughs> I hope so. That's how a poo HD. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how knowledgeable I am about poo. You're a doctor, a poo doctor. That's amazing. Yes. That is absolutely amazing. And I should just check that you did also mention because obviously it's better out than in. If you didn't poo, that would be so horrible. You'd just be full of poo all the time. You'd be full that- of poo all the time. You'd be sloshing around in there. It'd be coming out your nose and Ugh. all sorts. I mean, who wants? We've already got snot to deal with. You know. Yeah. You get poo breath. You know, um, it just, it was just, and you know, um, obviously we know if if you back up too much, like if you let too much poo kind of pile up, you know, you, you, you explode. Um, yeah. No one wants, every, every, like literally everywhere, it rains poo um, and no one wants that. So that's why we love pooing because we don't like exploding and we love water. That's the yes. answer. Yes, perfect answer. Perfect. And thank you for that. That is absolutely perfect. And and um, so we're going to move straight on, which I think also is connected in a way. But why does poo stink? Does your poo stink? Mine doesn't stink. What are you talking about? Doesn't it? Does poo stink? I, I think wasn't I, aware my, of this. my poo stinks. Yeah, I'm afraid, oh I'm afraid to say my poo stinks. Yeah. People's poo stink. Mine doesn't. Mine smells like sort of roses. Like wow. I, my, mine smells so good. I have, My air freshener smells of bad poo just to make people know I've done a poo. <laughs> You have to specifically put an air freshener in, otherwise yeah. people get jealous. Yeah. Otherwise you get jealous or people just, you know, it's very important when you leave a toilet, people know what you've just done. That's very important. So no one would know for me because my literally, I'm telling you right now, my poo smells so good. It smells like a roast dinner. You know what I mean? Wow. It smells like baked bread. Think of all the do nice people, smells. Do you ever get paid to come and poo somewhere to make it smell nicer? You know, somewhere's like, oh, this yes. place is stinky. Maybe this? Athena can my- come. You've seen my website, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I, advertise, <laughs> I, I advertise my services um, to uh, I, and I I do I do corporates too. So I do I'll do like workplace toilets. Um, sometimes I work. You know how sometimes like public transport's a bit like smelly. So you know, Transport for London hired me to poo on their buses and their trains and their trams because trams, you know, in London, um, and I made them smell nice by pooing in them. Um, wow. I do all sorts. If you're trying to sell your house, for example, I'll come around and I'll poo in the corner and poo, you know, because houses are that much more sellable when people walk in and they smell nice. Supermarkets sure. as well, um, fish counters. So fish counters get a bit smelly, <laughs> smelly in, in supermarkets. So I'll do a little poo underneath them, and you know, it's like scattering roses. Weddings, weddings by mitzvahs, um, you know, all kinds of places where you want a nice scent. I'll come around, you know, squeeze one out. Um, I mean, it's. I have to live like an athlete to do this job, obviously, because I need to make sure I've always got enough poo. I have to eat well or exercise. Um, you know, I've got to, it's got to be the good kind of poo too. So it's got to be nutrition poo, not food poisoning poo. So I've got a sure. lots of brown bread, you know, lots of curries, um, you know, lots of eggs, um, that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> so is this this way? I mean, because you're, I mean, this is, this is remarkable, uh, you know, and you're, you're a professional at this, but you yes. know, the question was, why does poo stink? Is, is it because we're not training properly? Like oh, you're, main, you're, yeah. you're putting the work in to make sure that you can poo in such a fragrant way. Are we, are, are the rest of us not work, trying hard enough? Your poo smells because you're not qualified. Okay. Sure. So you've got to just study, <laughs> study, work hard, get your head down into the poo books. Um, and then once you get your, your poo HD, you can then have nice smelling poo like me. Um, wow. I'm, yeah, there you go, goals, um, proper goals for Erin there. Like that's what yes. she needs to do. She needs to get her poo HD. And then That's she exactly too can do yeah. on trams. Honestly, I'm like incense. It's like incense. It's like, <laughs> like burning incense. It's it's wonderful. Now, you know how you can light a fart, right? Yeah. If you light my farts, it's like burning incense. That's how nice it's amazing. Smells. Like a candle, like one of those lovely room candles. Yeah, exactly. Just... Scented candles too. In fact, they turned my poo into a scented candle. 
but yeah. I couldn't manufacture enough to make it like worthwhile, like in terms of like, be exhausting. Costs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you need to mass produce things in order for them to be affordable for the general public. I can't mass produce poo. I'm only, there's only one of me, only one butthole. Sure. Oh no, I said the word. Uh, that's what you did it in oh, a very no. academic way. So yeah, I think it's all, I think it's okay. all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. there's only one of me. So, um, but I do have some candles. I mean, I might, I might put them back on my, web, on my website for, for sale again. Um, if anyone's interested. Good idea. I think yeah. people, be, after hearing this, they'll be very interested. So so the next question is, and I, I'm worried asking this really, because I feel like it'd be a waste uh, with, with your special fragrant poos. But Erin um, asked, why did poo go in the sewer? And obviously that's a waste well, of yours. It is a waste. Of, and every, every, honestly, every time I flush my poo away, um, I shed a tear. Um, because... <laughs> It seems so wasteful, but basically poo goes in the sewers because you don't study hard enough to make your poo smell nice. If everybody did the work I did, it wouldn't need to go in a sewer. You can go in a little pot and then that little pot could like stay, stay in your kitchen and make your kitchen smell nice. Uh, or yeah. it could go in your bathroom, make your bathroom smell nice. Or it could go in a little box and you could send it to someone as a present, you know, like potpourri. Do you remember there was a point at which uh. everyone was sending potpourri to everyone? Like it was someone's yeah. birthday, have a potpourri basket. Um, but unfortunately, because you don't study, you can't do that with your poo. Your poo has to go in the sewer. Okay, it's That's uneducated poo. Okay, so really... Also, it's... I feel like poo-pourri is right there. Like, we could just poo-pourri. call it poo-pourri or yeah, poo-pourri. Like, it's just, it's right there. there it's, yeah. it's right there. And actually, the clue is in the name. It used to be called that when our poo smelled good years ago. But then the government changed the, cu- the curriculum and we stopped learning how to make our sm- poo smell good. And We know about this. We're political people. We understand. Yeah. Um, so your poo has to go in the sewer. Unfortunately, mine does as well, just because, you know, I can't, you know, I don't have storage space. Um, but I, I lament that. I think it's sad. It's a waste of my poo, but it's the appropriate place for your poo. That's why it goes in the sewer. That's fair. That's very fair and an important lesson there, I think. Okay, right. We've still got, we've got five more poo questions. I'm going to, I'm going to see if we can, (laughs) we can race through these. Um, why do animals have different shaped poo? This is a very important question and Basically, do you guys have cookie cutters? Um, like, yes. you know, yeah. So buttholes are like that. Oh, you know, you have to beat, you have to just beat this podcast. I'm sorry. I will, I'm so have to different animals that, yeah. have different shape holes that the poo comes out of. So it's a little bit like <laughs> cookie cutters. Um, so humans sure. have the human one. Um, I believe cats poo out stars, like little cookie stars. That's nice. Yeah. I believe dogs poo out a little crescent moon shape. Lovely. Um, yeah. It's just basically because I don't know why we haven't got to the bottom as to why different animals have different shaped holes for the poo to come out of, but we know it's related to cookie cutters. So maybe when we were first born, we were either meant to be alive or cookie cutters, and then something happened that made us people and not cookie cutters. Now you're looking at me going, Athena, you're not making a lot of sense, and I think that's a real shame. And that that that's on you. <laughs> I'm taking it in. It's quite a big thing to know, to know, you know, to, to, to contemplate the fact that, wow, I could have been a cookie cutter. Like you I could think have been a cookie cutter. Yeah. We all could have been. Uh, quite but a lot we're to not. Take and now that anything we're cutting is our own poo. Um, but it's, it, that's a very excellent question. Um, because not a lot of, we don't often talk about the fact that different animals were destined to make different shaped cookies. Um, mainly because we don't want to be restricted to one cookie. We want to eat all different shapes of cookies. Uh, but really and truly speaking, we should only be eating the cookies that match the, sh- the shape of our buttholes. Um, but we break that natural law. Why? I don't know. Because we can. Um, it's a real yeah. shame. Yeah. But, hu- but to be fair, it's not a big deal because humans have the shape of Oreos as their cookie. And I could live off Oreos. I'd be happy mm. to. So I don't need to deviate from that. But sometimes you might think, you know what? I want a star-shaped cookie. Really, there's only for dogs. But humans can have them. Um, but it's a good way to entertain yourself. Like if you get the poo from different animals that are all different shapes, you can make Christmas decorations out of them. That's the different shapes. Yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, and potentially nice. Halloween decorations depending on which animals. And also, I, I assume like bats have got Halloween. Oh yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah so. the, the Halloween specific animals are the best. Really, I believe bats poo in the shape of pumpkins. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, they do. I've heard um, that. Yeah. Um, and there's all the wolves do witches hats poos. Yeah. yeah. Werewolves. They, when they poo, you get a little witch's hat. Um, that's amazing. So, is, is, this really another, nice. is this another, this is one that, I mean, and again, I, I'm sorry to bring it up again because you did say not to, but I'm sure one of the reasons you used to bother owls was because their poos were a, a really stupid shape. Wasn't it? <laughs> owls poo. You never, you never, you never, realize, you never know that you, you will never guess this. They poo in the shape of umbrellas. I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty random, silly, isn't, isn't it? it? That's that silly. Is, 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 why would you poo in a shape? Do you know how, do you know how complicated silly. that is? 
let's just like to poo out an umbrella. You have to squeeze, relax, squeeze, relax, and then move around a yeah. bit just to make the extra shape. It's incredible, incredible talent, incredible talent um, they have. They poo in the shape of umbrellas <laughs> even before umbrellas were invented. Do you know what I mean? So for, for yeah. you... Oh, sorry. Well, no, he's, <laughs> for years... He's right, though, yeah. Yeah, for years they were pooing. They were like, what the hell is this? And then someone invented the umbrella, and they were like, oh, my gosh, we poo the shape of umbrellas. Um, we're still trying wow. to find out why they do that. I mean, the research isn't finished, and it's not conclusive. I don't want to act like an expert. Like, we're still doing the research sure. and the study. Sure, I mean, you are an expert, though. You are an expert. And, and you no, know, you again, right this right, is why... Yeah. We've got four more questions for you. So let's let's uh, quickly, we'll go. Um, this one I think is, I think this is an easy answer, but again, I'm not an expert. I don't know. Um, why do people poo in the toilet and not their pants or outside in a litter <laughs> tray like our cat? This is, again, wonderful question. Why do we poo in toilets? Well, again, we've already covered the fact that we make water in our toilets, so we need a reason to flush them. Mm, so if you put poo in them, um, we can flush them. Now, here's the thing about cat litter trays. Okay, cats like to use cat litter trays okay the reason being is because years and years ago and i'm talking about hundreds and hundreds of years what cats used to do was they used to poo onto a tray and then they'd spread it out so all their poo out so it was like nice and flat and then they'd bake it okay and when it would cut and then get no this is what they used to do this is what they used to do and then they'd bake it and then when the poo would come out of the oven it would be like a long kind of big rectangle of poo um and they would use that for fencing Wow. Because cats like fences. If you have wow. a cat, you'll be aware of this because cats like to sit on fences, don't mm. they? Um, and now, then humans came along and started to make human fences and it made their kind of pooing on a tray and flattening it out and making their own fences obsolete. However, they still like to think about their traditions and respect their culture. Um, so they still poo in the tray. And they That's always nice. think, remember when we used to make fences out of this? And they go, yeah, yeah, I remember. But thank God humans came around um, to make our fences for us. Um, so That's amazing. Well, also, I suppose there's something quite cookie-like about pooing on a tray, isn't it? Because you just pop it in the oven and then you've got various different cookies. And... You can, you've got anything. And you're right, yeah. It's, it's, they could have made cookies out of it. You're absolutely right. But they chose to make fences. I think because cats are very territorial, as we mm. know, more science. They like to mark out their territory. Um, so they used, they used to poo fences to do that back in the day. Um, the other thing about humans is we love a sit down. So any excuse we can give ourselves to sit down, we'll we'll take it um, and make it. And having a poo is a wonderful excuse to sit down, isn't it? That's, so that's why we it's like to use true. toilets so we can have a sit very down. True. Yeah, I, I also feel. I, I mean, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but you, the next question, I feel like you've almost answered it in talking about Possibly. the science of cats. But yeah. the next question is simply: Is poo chemistry? <laughs> poo is more than chemistry. Poo is everything. Who is life, love, <laughs> joy, pain, hey, yeah. misery, who is life? Um, poo is everything. Um, is it chemistry? It is chemistry, but don't sanitize it. It's also beauty and poetry too. Hmm. Wow, that's my that's answer. Really, I'm really, I'm really moved. Yeah. I'm really moved. Thank by you. That. That's um, that was beautiful. Um, the next question, a bit different. Uh, why don't dead animals poo? <laughs> why don't dead animals poo again wonderful question first of all <clears throat> let's let's get things let's let's really talk about what we're saying here we're saying that when an animal is dead they stop pooing but don't forget they actually stop doing a lot of things okay so it's not just pooing that stops uh they stop running walking making noise they stop scratching their heads they stop their nails stop growing they stop blinking have you ever seen it have you ever seen a dead animal blink no no okay, i can't say i have no they don't blink no um it's really a case of priorities um they would poo if it was the most important thing they had to do that day but they have other things to do um when they're dead just uh, quickly, and, and uh, that's why is there, is there ghost? <clears throat> are there ghost poos? Like, do they do ghost poos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever walk, you ever have unexplained poo smell? Mm. You must have unexplained poo in your life. You're just walking around. You know what it smells like poo? Ghost poo. Ah, right. Yeah, Obviously, so, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have unexplained nice smell. That's because the person that pooed is as qualified as I am. So you get ghost nice poo as well. Uh, but yeah, you absolutely get, get, get ghost poo. I mean. I mean, the other thing as well is you poo after eating and dead animals don't eat. So if you feed a dead animal, actually, you will get poo in a little 
while time. I don't know. It depends on the animal, doesn't it? Like you know, sure, cows have eight sure. stomachs. They they digest quite quickly. But if you like, if you put one in a python, they they, they take ages to digest. But again, sure. dead animal, feed it, wait, you'll get poo. But they don't eat, then they don't poo. So that's why. It's very simple. Very simple. Very simple. Right. Well, Science the final, the final poo question. I mean, you've brought so much wisdom to this show. Mm. Thank you. Thank, Thank you again you. for this. The final poo question. Obviously, we've got one more question after this, but the final poo question. Uh, and I mean, you've got a professional with you that can answer this. Maybe. Um, why do babies poo so much more than grown ups? Oh my gosh! If I had the answer, and I do, so I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Baby babies poo more than grown ups. Okay. Well, there's two answers to this. Okay. First of all. They eat all the time. I've got a baby on me that's eating now. He's been eating throughout this whole conversation. When we finish this conversation, he's going to eat for another two hours. They eat, 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 eat. The more you eat, the more you poo. That's the front one answer. The second answer, this is a bit more complicated, so stay with me on this. Okay. okay they poo so much. Okay. <clears throat> they poo so much because it's a test. It's a test. Okay. It's a test of patience if babies didn't poo as much as they did it'd be too easy to look after them okay and then we just take stuff for granted if you haven't spent one or two years looking after and it is one or two years i've got a two-year-old i'm still cleaning up her poo okay well if you don't spend those two years cleaning up after their poo when they're seven years old are you gonna do the homework for them do you know what i mean are you gonna are you gonna make them their special are you gonna take them to the zoo are you gonna um comb their hair are you gonna dress them in the morning you can take them to school you're gonna take them a holiday are you going to, um, what else do you do with kids? You're going to teach them the ABCs? You're going to teach them the one, two, threes? Um, yep. Are you going to uh, do other pay. things? Exactly. So this is basically a way of making us, like, it's like signing a contract. It's like you're in this for life. You, you Listen, I'm going to, this poo that constantly needs to be cleaned up is a constant reminder that pff, you are my employee now. You work wow. for me. Um, well, and we all do it. We did it, to our, we did it to our parents. We pooed constantly, and then our parents had to look after us. Um, it's evolutionary too. If we, if we, it's kind of rude to leave a baby hanging around that's pooing everywhere. So back when we were in caves and we went to visit other people's caves with our babies, you know, we'd, we'd forget our babies, right? And then cave, the caveman would be like, oh, "Are you leaving? Don't forget your baby. He's pooing a lot." And then we'd have to take the baby with us. Does that make sense? So if we didn't yeah, have yeah, pooing yeah. babies, we'd just leave them everywhere because they'd, it wouldn't be inconvenient to the piece, to the person who we would have left the baby with. So a lot of it is evolution. A lot of, this, the, a lot of these questions are just evolution. Evolution, yeah. evolution, evolution. Yeah, yeah. And of course, babies left everywhere, yeah. then they'd scream and then that would put people off going to those <clears> places. It, it, yeah, it all makes sense. It but listen, you together. can tolerate screaming. You can't tolerate pooing. You know what I mean? If the, mm. Oh, you've left your baby behind. Oh, it's screaming. Don't worry. That will scare off the lions. That's fine. Oh, sure. But you know what? Oh, you left your baby behind. Oh, it's pooing. Oh, that would attract the lions. You know? Yes. So, you know, that's the main reason. So you wouldn't leave them behind. But the wow. other reason is so we, we don't neglect our responsibilities as parents. Obviously, now we have laws and stuff to me, to make us not neglect our responsibilities. But when we didn't have laws, we just had, like, poo. Sure. Who instead of law? Who is life? Wow, this is, I mean, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Well, there's one final question. It's not yeah. poo related. Uh, it's from Georgia, aged five, Erin's um, sister, who is less interested in poo. Um, and uh, I mean, I'm asking you this on, on this particular day as well. Um, it won't be different when, when uh, George gets to listen to this. But Georgia asks simply, is it going to snow? It's going to snow. It's going to snow. It's going to snow. And I can say that right now because on this day, 24th of January, in the year of our Lord, 2021, where I am right now, it's snowing. So it's going to yeah. snow, mate. Um, um, and if it's not snowing where you are, it's snowing somewhere else. So in, nice. just like, be glad that someone else is enjoying the snow. Oh, that's beautiful. What a beautiful answer. Well, thank you so much, Athena. That was, I, I knew, I, I knew I'd come to the right person with all those poo questions. Um, and in fact, even the snow questions and the Cheerios questions, uh, you are an expert at all these things. And, uh, but, oh, but particularly uh, with your poo HD. So thank you so much. You're welcome. For your that's time. Um, and yeah. And, and have you got an exciting rest of the day, you and your, your, your double act partner there with you? Uh, exciting rest of the day, um, Much I'm fringe gonna, action? Or? Gonna, yeah, well, I'm going to be feeding him and cleaning up more of his poo. Uh, I'm going to be opening the fridge. Uh, I'm going to put a breadstick into some mayonnaise. See how that works? Amazing. Yeah, see how that works? Uh, I'm actually potty training at the moment. How did I not mention that? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my headphones fell off. Sorry, my headphones fell off this there. Okay, I'm potty training at the moment, so you wouldn't believe the volume of poo I'm dealing with right now. You just would not believe. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And the, you know what's crazy about potties, all right? Babies, like toddlers, sit on the potty 
and they fill the pot up with poo, but the poo touches their bum. <laughs> Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, how is the, pot? oh, it's just, just, even if when they use the potty, it's disgusting. So then you just think, actually, don't use the potty. It's, it's nasty. Um, so, uh, well, actually, it's not nasty because she's, she's my child. So her poo smells lovely because I've of obviously course. taught yeah, her professional, yeah. all of the course. things. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to so do. More poo, big day more of poo, food yeah. stuff, Big day of poo and more feeding. Yeah. Amazing. Well, well, good luck with all of that. And thank you again for uh, joining us today with your expertise. It is invaluable. And hopefully Erin and Georgia are very, very pleased with all their answers. You're welcome, Erin and George. If you wanna, um, if you wanna study poo, go to your school, go to your teachers, go to your parents, and say, "I want to be a poo HD when I grow up. I want to have a poo HD when I grow up. I haven't worked out how it works yet. I want to have a poo HD. Yeah, say that, Mum, Dad. When I grow up, I want to have a poo HD like Athena. They'll be very proud of you." Dude, I was eating chili when I made that spitball. Well, there you go. Um, thank you so much to our absolute poo expert and holder of the poo HD, Athena Kugblenu. Um, and I do hope, Erin and Georgia, that you are very happy with all of her many, many poo-based answers. Uh, I feel I learnt a lot myself, and I'm really not sure there's anything else to ever ask about poo again, is there? I mean, unless it's about sandfish poo, which, as we know, is best used for sandcastles, uh, cat litter trays, and facilitating a smooth level surface for slabs to sit on during hard landscaping. Ugh, you see how boring squid-based podcasts are? Yawn. And obviously, if you do have any very important questions that you need answered by someone who is as an expert uh, in these matters as Athena was, um, or if you just want to send us in a joke that you've made up, tips that you have for silly games, fun things to do, specialist squid-based subjects, no, sorry, not that one, or what drinks to have when eating stinky hippos, then please ask your snore beasts, sorry, grown-ups, to help you email us at podcasts at comedyclub4kids.co.uk. And should they also want to spend their grown-up pocket money buying us some mud water, they can do that via the ACAST supporter button or at Kofi dot com forward slash comedy club for kids but please don't spend your pocket money on us unless you've checked with your snore beasts first uh, this will be back next week of course but in the meantime don't forget to find some great sea anemones to camouflage by and watch out for those hammerhead sharks wait hang on who's given me the squid script instead no oh, why i order bye you have been listening to comedy club for kids presents Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.